Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for June 24th, 2022. I'm teaching a series entitled God's Grace in Our Faith. Everything God does for us, he does it by grace. Grace is unearned, unmerited, undeserved. Everything that we do in response to God's grace, we do it by faith. So, so a lot of times, here's the thing. People say, hey, we're the just and we live by faith. Look at your neighbor and say, I live by faith. I live by faith. But then we don't teach people how to live by faith, right? Or we'll say God's grace, but then we don't understand. We don't te- give people a working understanding of how to tap into the grace of God. So it's one thing to say, oh, oh here's another one. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm not moved by what I see, right? And so, yeah, ooh, uh, that's a good one. I'm not moved by what I see. But if I don't teach you how to actually live in a way that you you will not be moved by what you see, you know what's going to happen? You're going to be moved by what you see. When you get a negative report, you get that email you didn't want, you get a letter in the mail that, that was not something you wanted to read, immediately people like, bam, it's like they it hits them and they're moved by it. And sometimes they forget what God said. And they don't even believe anymore. And they're derailed and they they run the risk of being derailed from their destiny because they're walking by sight and not walking by faith. And so the reason why I take my time, uh, you know, I, I go through something and you hear me teach kind of like on the same thing over and over and over again, but I'm giving it to you from this perspective. I'm giving it to you from that perspective is because we need it. We need to get a functional understanding. You will never maximize which you do not understand. So this is God's grace and our faith, part 43, Holy Spirit enabled faith, part three. Get ready to receive what God is about to release into your life. All right, so let's get into the word. Um, So here we have God's grace and our faith, part 43, Holy Spirit enable faith, part three. Um, We've been looking at John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17, and Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Let me read these again for you this morning. And remember, this is the word of God. So when I read the word of God, open up your heart. There's power in the word. The Bible says the word Jesus became flesh. He made his dwelling among us. We were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the Father who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. In John 1 and 17, the Bible says, the law was given by Moses on tablets of stone. But when it came for grace, grace was not given. Grace came in the form of a person and his name is Jesus. Jesus came full of grace and truth. In Galatians 5, 22 and 23, the Bible says, there not, some people say, well, there's not fruit of the Holy Spirit. I like the way the Passion Translation lists it, lists it as all the fruit of the Spirit being love, and then there's eight manifestations of God's love. So this is what the Bible says. But the fruit that is produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love. Say this, say, I walk in love. Not only that, say this, say, say I am God's beloved. You might want to put that in the chat. Say, I am God's beloved. When you see yourself as God's beloved, actively being loved by God, 
where I know that I'm filled with God's love. My faith works because I know that God loves me. God loves me with an unconditional, everlasting love. I am God's beloved. I'm God's favorite. I'm God's favorite child. When you see yourself that way, then you're going to be able to do all these other things. Then you can live your life like this. Watch this. People are going to see in you joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart and strength of spirit, and never set the law above these qualities because these qualities, the Bible says, are limitless and the law, the rules, they are limited. Say, I'm limitless. No limits, no boundaries. Put this in the chat. No limits, no boundaries for me. I see increase all around me. Why? Because I'm living by the spirit. I'm not living by what I see. I'm not living rules-based. I'm not living performance-based. I'm living grace-based. And so there's no limits on God because God is living through me. Say amen to that. So what does this mean for you today? I'm talking about the fruit of the spirit with a special emphasis on faith. I have three things to share with you on this morning, on this Friday morning. As I get into these three things, I need you to open up your heart now to receive. You ready? Three things. Number one, here we go. I taught you this yesterday, but I'm coming back and I'm going to give it to you a different perspective. Number one, walking by faith and walking by sight are opposing positions. Walking by faith and walking by sight are opposing positions. Say, I walk by faith and not by sight. Say that. All right. So the apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 famously said, we walk by faith and not by sight. Now, here's the thing. This is why I teach the way that I teach. For years, I didn't understand what that meant. <laughs> For years, I would hear somebody say, we walk by faith and not by sight. You know, somebody would finish their message and they would close out by saying, and we are the just and the just shall live by faith. And we all said, amen. They would say, and, you know, and I would say, amen, glory to God. But I didn't know, I, I didn't know what it meant. I, like, I didn't know how to put that into practice. So to get an understanding of what the Holy Spirit was teaching through the Apostle Paul, we got to grasp the, the context of the passage, right? So you don't want to take a text and wrestle it out of context. So in 2 Corinthians, within context, the Apostle Paul is teaching us, if, especially when you look at 2 Corinthians 4 and 18, that there's almost like this alternate universe. Like, like we're living down here in this earth and you're looking around. Look around now. I'm looking at stuff in my office. We're living down here in this earth and we can see things with these eyes, but there's almost like an alternate reality. Second Corinthians 1 18 says that, that there's the, this unseen realm and the unseen realm has to be more real to us than the seen. Paul said, you should spend time looking at things that you cannot see. You should spend time gazing into the unseen realm. And so it's almost like there's this alternate universe where our dreams are on display. It's almost like there's this alternate universe where God's dream for our life is playing out like a movie. And, and so, so God's best, I go into my prayer closet and I'm praying and the Holy Spirit allows me to see glimpses into that. And I'm able to see these glimpses of my future. I see myself, put this in the chat, I see myself. I see myself doing things that I haven't done yet. I see myself and I know it's God's heart and I know it's God's dream and I know it's God's desire. It's almost like I told you yesterday, like watching a movie trailer where, where I'm watching the movie and I haven't seen the movie yet, but I saw the trailer and I saw enough to get me excited. And I saw enough to say, man, I, you know, I'll be, I'll be in the movie theater with Joshua 
We watch the trailer, and if I really like it, I look over to Joshua and say, man, we're going to watch that one. That one's going to be good. And so so it's like I see myself. I see myself operating on, on this realm. I see myself doing what God has called me to do, and I haven't done it yet. I'm, I, I still have to get out of this prayer closet and go deal with my day and whatever I'm going to do, and down here it looks different than what I saw. But, but when I watch the movie trailer, I'm like, oh, snap. And then I know at the end it says, coming soon. Go, glory to It is coming soon. So it's not here yet. But it's coming soon. And so so they only give me enough for me to get excited about it. And so I get excited about it. So this is what happens when the Holy Spirit gives us glimpses of our future. We, he gives us the glimpses of our future so we can get our hopes up. He gives us the glimpses of our future so we can have vision. He gives us the glimpses of our future so we can know that it's coming soon. And so, so when we get those glimpses of our future and we know that it's coming soon, watch this, then we come out of our prayer closet and we're dealing with stuff down here in this world that hasn't caught up with that reality yet. But because we that other realm is more real to us than this realm, oh man. And, and we, we know we're never hopeless. We just live in this world, but we're living off of a different reality. And people are like, man, why are you so excited? And, you know, I'm looking at your present circumstances and situations, and I would expect you to be down. I would expect you to be frustrated. But it seems like you have hope because I'm living off of a different reality. God is eternal. Remember, his realm is eternal. And God, he's already seen our future. And we, we must realize that the Holy Spirit, this is why it's Holy Spirit enabled faith. The Holy Spirit is able to, to enable us to see, to peer into that realm, to see that reality. We get a glimpse of what God has already planned for us. We get a glimpse. We get to discover, oh man, that's my true purpose and potential. We get to discern God's will and God's best. We get to believe what God believes about us. And then we come out of that prayer closet. And now I got to go, go jump on the Zoom call or get in a meeting or whatever. And now I have to live my life down here in this world based off of what God revealed to me about that world. And if my future reality is more real to me than my present reality, you know what that's called? That's called faith. If I can make decisions now based on what God revealed to me, that's called faith. And now to be clear, you cannot peer into that realm without the Holy Spirit. That's why I'm talking about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You cannot, the unseen has to be more real to you than seen, but you can't see the unseen without the Holy Spirit. So we need the Holy, this is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our connection to God's realm. The Holy Spirit is our connection to God himself because God is a spirit. And so the Holy Spirit reveals to us things about God's grace. And so, so when God is telling us, listen, without the Holy Spirit, we can never peer into heaven from the earth. Without the Holy Spirit, we can never peer into eternity from time. But when we do through the Holy Spirit and we're able to look and see things that are in heaven for us that haven't happened yet in the earth and we come back, boom, to the earth, or we're able to peer into eternity and then we're able to come back into time, then, then when the Holy Spirit reveals that to us, we got to know two things. Number one, everything that God showed you, revealed to you, is what he stored up for you by his unearned grace. It is yours for free. It is unmerited. It is undeserved. It is yours. He stored it up for you by grace. Say grace. It's the grace life. And then number two, if you don't have faith, you run the risk of never seeing it come to pass. You, you, so, so God is saying, this is grace. But then God is saying, hey, son, hey, daughter, I need you to have faith. I need you to have the faith to make the decisions now 
in the earth that's going to line up with what I reveal to you. Because if you don't make those decisions, because faith is an action word, if you don't put your part, if you don't do the things that you have to do, you may you run the risk of missing out on what I stored up for you. Faith is peering into God's realm and then coming back into the earthly reality and living your life based on what you saw. So this is why the opposite of faith is not doubt. The opposite of faith is natural sight. You got it? I'm trying to take my time. I'm trying to not get too excited, but I want to teach you this thing. Are you ready? Number two, earth suit senses versus spirit-led faith. Let me talk about your earth suit. You have an earth suit. This earth suit has senses and the Holy Spirit will lead you to faith. All right. So, so you are a spirit. Put this in the chat. Say, I am a spirit. You are a spirit. So the real you is a spirit and the real you who is a spirit is going to live forever in one or two places. So say, I am a spirit. So you are a spirit and you're going to live forever in one or two places, right? So you are a spirit and you possess a soul. Now your soul is comprised of your mind, your emotions, and your will, and your spirit and your soul live in a body for now, right? So you are a spirit, you possess a soul, and your spirit and your soul live in a body for right now. Your body is your earth suit. If you go to the moon, you need a moon suit. We live on the earth. We need an earth suit. So you, you, the real you is a spirit, but for you to communicate with the earth, you need an earth suit. So this body is an earth suit. So this body is how you communicate with this world. You use your body to communicate with this world through what you can see, touch, taste, smell. You got it, right? But then the real you is a spirit. So your spirit communicates with God's world, spirit to spirit. Your spirit is connected to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is your direct connection to the Father. And so you're using your body to communicate with this world through your five physical senses. You're using your spirit to communicate with God's realm, right? Now, when something lines up with this world, and you can touch it or taste it or see it or smell it, you can validate it with your senses. You know what we say? Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, I got it. Oh, yeah, that that, that makes uh, uh, that makes sense. I got it. because it's natural to this realm. But God is a spirit. God is spiritual, not sensual. So God doesn't have to make sense. God will tell you something like lay hands on the sick and watch them recover. That don't make no sense. God will tell you something like tithe, write this check to the church and I will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you have not room enough to receive it. That don't make no sense. And so, so, so that's not stuff I can validate. That doesn't function like this world, but I use my body to communicate with this world. I use my spirit to communicate through the Holy Spirit to God's spirit once I'm born again. You got it? So that's how, so I'm living in two realities at the same time. Now, before you were born again, all you had was your body. Before you were born again, you didn't have a direct connection to the Father. You didn't have the Holy Spirit. So before you were born again, your spirit was not recreated. So before you were born again, all you did was just live like a human. And you live with input that you receive from your earth suit. And all you could do was live like the people down here in this world. So you live by what you saw in the news, what you read in your email, what you saw in your financial statement. You just, that's it. And you made up ideas and plans and all that, but you lived like a mere human because that's all you were until you got born again. Glory to God. Now that you're born again, you're living your life because now you got your spirit, bam, was recreated with the Holy Spirit. So God's spirit connects to your spirit. God's spirit bears witness with your spirit that you're a child of the most high God. And so now through your spirit, bam, through the Holy Ghost, you're now able to see things because now you're connected to God, spirit to spirit. And now you're able to see things from a different reality. I'm taking my time because I need I need you to understand this stuff. I'm not, I don't want to just say we, we live by faith and you don't understand it. 
So going back to 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, the Bible says in the easy to read version, we live by what we believe is going to happen, not by what we see with these eyes. So the Holy Spirit is giving me input in my spirit, and I'm living my life based on what I believe is going to happen, not by what I can see with these natural eyes, because everyone else in this world that's just natural to this world, they just have to live by what they see. But once I got born again, put this in the chat, I'm naturally supernatural. Everything that's natural to God is now natural to me, because now that I'm born again, I'm able to see and perceive in the spirit things that I could not see or perceive before. And God is saying to me that these things are natural to me. And so now, ooh, what is normal to God, what is natural to God is now normal to me and natural to me. And if I'm able to believe that and live by that and not live by what I see with my natural eyes, then I am living by faith because I'm living by what I receive in the spirit. So faith is listed as a fruit of the Holy Spirit. I'm naturally supernatural. Faith is listed by a fruit of the Holy Spirit because without the Holy Spirit, I will never be able to, to effectively live the way that I'm saying, right? Without the Holy Spirit, I can't live like that. So I'm living like this because of the Holy Spirit. And watch this, the Holy Spirit also will help me resist the urges to be moved by what I see. When God says, hey, you know, you're healed and I'm believing God for my healing and it hasn't manifested it yet, but I believe that I'm already healed. But I, I go back to the doctor and I keep giving a negative report. I have to believe that it's already done. And so, so the Holy Spirit will encourage you to not be moved by what you see, to only be moved by what God is saying. And this is how we're supposed to live. Say amen to that. All right, number three, last point for today. Maturing uh, to live by what you perceive and not by what you see. Like to get to this point that I'm talking about, it takes a certain level of maturity to live by what you perceive and not by what you see. You cannot be moved by what you see. So let me reiterate this as I close. So you were born natural to this world. We all were. And, and, and you were just natural to this world. You live like a mere human because of Adam. And you learned to relate to this world based on the input that you got from this world, the input that you got from your body. So for example, I'll use COVID. When COVID kicked off and people was like glued to the news. And so they're getting input from this world. They're getting input from their eyes. They're getting input from their ears. And they're like, oh my God, you know, you know, the sky is falling. What are we going to do? But at the same time, if you're born again, you could have also been getting input from the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit would have told you, you're fine, son. You're fine, daughter. Don't worry about it. And so I, we, were, we were fine. Like, we were okay. Now, you talk to people that are not getting input from the Holy Spirit, and they're freaking out. <laughs> and, and then they get mad at you. Like, why aren't you freaking out? Like, like, why are you not freaking out like I'm freaking out? because I don't live by that same reality. Like, calm down. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so now I'm getting input from a different realm. I'm getting input from a different reality. And so I'm not freaking out the way that you're freaking out. So, so now why? Because the supernatural is natural to me. So when you're born again, you are now natural to God's realm and the supernatural is supposed to be natural to you. Here's the problem though. Some people spend more time. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, I'm about to st step on some toes. Some people spend more time getting input from this world than they do getting input from God's realm. And so they're born again, but they don't, they don't live like they're born again. They're living like a mere human because they just focus on the things of this world. Once you're born again, you're supposed to be living by what you can perceive in the spirit. And the, 
and, and it should be more real to you than the natural. You're not supposed to be living your life just like everybody else in this world. You're supposed to be able to see things in the spirit that are tailor-made. Oh, glory to God. Put this in the chat. Say, God's blessing is tailor-made for me. So there's a divine destiny. There are things that are tailor-made for you. Nobody else has it. This is what God wants for you. What God wants for me is for me. Say that. And so, so now there are blessings that are tailor-made for me that God is speaking to me about, and I'm focusing on it, and I'm excited about it, and God is speaking to me. And then people, other people, they can't be excited. Like, I'm excited because God it, God didn't give it to them. It's not for them. And so, so, so they, yeah, I, I, I shouldn't expect them to be as excited for me as I'm excited for me because they have their own assignment and they're running their own race and they have their own grace. And so I'm able to celebrate them, but I'm going to be excited about me. Why? Because God's blessing is tailor made for me. And then watch this. When God reveals to me uh, what he, what he prepared for me has to be more real to me than what I see down here in this world. So faith to live by faith, I have to make decisions in this world based on what God is revealing to me from his world or from heaven. This is how I get to experience heaven on earth. And this is the will of God. So faith perceives the will of God and then stands on what was revealed and is not moved by what you see down here in this world. And you will never be able to do that without the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I'm taking my time. I keep reiterating this. I keep driving this home. I'm trying to get you to have a functional understanding of how to walk and live by faith. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this uh, over your life. Say, Father, I live by faith and not by natural sight. I live by what I perceive in the spirit. I'm not moved by what I see in the natural. What you reveal to me about my future, which is future to me, but past to you, that is more real to me than what I see down here in this world. I live by every word you speak to me. I live my life based on your reality. Even when it flies in the face of the things that I see down here in this world, living in sync with you may mean that I seem like I'm out of sync with the people down here in this world. And that's okay. I know that living in harmony with you will often put me in a position to be misunderstood by the people that are living in harmony with this world. But I would rather be a God pleaser than a man pleaser any day. So I walk and live by faith, not by natural sight. I know that it's only a matter of time before what you revealed shall come to pass. I know that my breakthrough is coming soon. And I boldly declare, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, please go to todaysword.org. Click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. I want you to have an amazing day, an amazing weekend. Uh, you know, I'm going to be back on Monday. I need you to do two things for me. Go into the chat. Leave me some comments if this message was a blessing to you. And then share this message right now 
on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. On Fridays, I like to highlight our ministry. So I'm about to play a quick video. Check out our ministry. If you're not a partner with our ministry, I ask you to pray about it. Go to ripministries.org, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. Have a great weekend. I'll see you on Monday morning. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc. all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.